Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're back doing it once again. Give them a shout out, Vince. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the studios. Uh, glad you could join us. That's right. Uh, of course, you know what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, Sasquatch, of course. Yeah, we always say uh, we're going to talk about aliens, UFOs, something different. But it, it something happens. Somebody sends us a story picture right. whenever we hear a story. And, and that's exactly what happened. Somebody sent us a picture and... We've been talking back and forth, debating, trying to, you know, look at it scientifically, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so no, that's no. What, we're, that's what we want to share with you guys, our, our thoughts. and Right. We're looking, we look at it from all angles, you know, we, the, the size, the body size, proportion. There's a lot of things you got to look at, either rule out or accept. Right, right. We even look at the angle of the dangle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know if you got a real squatch. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, this was a pretty good picture, but um, I don't know. We, we just discussed it. And, you know, my brother brought up some points and, you know, the valid points that we should be looking at. And uh, I'm still on the fence because it's a pretty good picture, but, you know, it may be a hoaxer. Right. And uh, <clears throat> what really don't sit well with me, as I was telling my brother, is the the proportions of the arm because the upper arm section seems to be like normal size, like human size. Right. But then from the elbow to the wrist is really long. So like, uh, in Hollywood, when they use the extensions, it, it just don't line up. Whereas if it was a, a real squatch, they would be more proportional. Right. No, no. And that makes sense. Uh, but th the other thing about this is this creature, it looks like it, was wet you know it looks like it just got out of water or something because the the whole all the hair is matted like a like a wet dog yeah yeah and that that caught my attention and i'm like okay if they're hoaxing this then they're they're going all out you know um i don't know if i'd be in a costume hoaxing it and then well let's just pour water on you to make it look like you just got out of the river or something right right but you know um it's just one of those things that you've got to really analyze, and I guess everyone's got to make their own decision. Right, and, and the face kind of looked—I don't know—there was something off about it. Too. Well, yeah, the face was off a little too, but but uh, I just, like I said, I'm on the fence, um, and you know, and that's just me being me. But it, it probably is a fake, but. You know, nowadays people are doing some pretty good fakes, I guess. Yeah, but we, we got to look at it objectively because yeah. if we automatically say, oh, yeah, that's a squatch, that's a squatch, right. kind of ruins our credibility, you know, yeah. the little bit that we have. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and you know, that's one thing that I've learned not to do, just any picture that you see, because some people run up and say, oh, my God, look at this picture. They caught a Bigfoot. And if you really look at it, you're like, oh, I don't know that suspect. Right. Just like these people that go out into the forest and uh, every little noise, oh, it's a squatch. Right, right. Yeah, but I, I, I was watching one of the Les Stroud <clears throat> videos, 
And he talked about that because when he was out with, uh, uh, who's that guy from Canada? Uh, uh, Todd Standing. Todd Standing. He yeah. said, with Todd, every noise, every sound, it's a Bigfoot. Right. And he goes, but it, it kind of makes sense because if you go out looking for elk, right. you're going to find elk. You're going to see all the tracks for elk. If you go out looking for Sasquatch, your mind's going to be tuned into that. So right. that's every, every little sound would be, yeah, oh, that's a tree knock. or Right, yeah. right. But, but then again, uh, you, you, would, uh, you would catch on to those sounds. Right. Right. I mean, and that's why when we go out, you know, we're we're either we're either going to strike lightning or we're going to get some creepy encounters. Uh, and like we said, most of the time we 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 get some things that happen that we just can't explain. Right. And you know, when you're the only ones out there and no one else is in the vicinity where you're at, posted up, and you start hearing things, it does make you wonder. You right. Know? But a lot of people who go into the forest. Uh, just camping, whatever. They don't have Sasquatch on the mind. No. That's why when they hear stuff, maybe a tree knock, some rock clacks, or or a, a whoop or something, they'll dismiss it as something else. Or, well, oh, that's just the normal sounds of the forest. And, right. Uh, really? <laughs> what makes that noise? <laughs> What's out there clicking rocks like yeah, that? Yeah. But and, and, you know, and a lot of times, people that are out there camping, they're focused on what they're doing. Like you said, Squatch ain't on their mind, so they're not thinking about that. They're not listening for whoops, tree knocks, or rock clacking, or vocalizations. What they're worried about is having a good time. So all these things, you know, they, they, they may hear them, but subconsciously they just blow them off because... You know, they're out there drinking, having a good time. And to them, that's the last thing on their mind. Right. Uh, so many people go out to the forest and they think, oh, friendly forest creatures. I mean, Sasquatch aside, I mean, we've seen mountain lion, we've seen bear. I mean, <laughs> yes. you got to really keep your head on a swivel out there. If you don't, you're a fool, you know. Yeah, you, but, if uh, you don't, you could come across some trouble that you were right. never and, expecting and a lot of it is uh, a lot of these animals they don't want anything to do with you but uh you you could run across one uh like they say sometimes when mountain lions attack because they're rabid right or if you just have the bad luck of running across a mama bear with their youngsters right you're in trouble and and i was talking to a gentleman earlier and the the topic of squatch Squatch came up, and uh, he said, you know, from what he sees on TV and what he hears, he says, you know, I think these creatures are they are friendly, and they just want to be left alone. And he said, but I guess it depends on the, the place, the time, and, you know, like anything, any encounter you're going to have, it was I was at the right place at the right time at the right moment. But I do think that if you come across these creatures, especially the female ones, and there's young around, I think they will get hostile towards you and they will want to bluff you out. Right. And I was going to say a lot of the stories I've heard about Sasquatch escorting people out of certain areas is when there was young involved. Right. And I, I could see that because any animal, even the human animal, is going to do whatever they have to do to protect their young. Right. You know, um, except some. I know some that eat their young. <laughs> <laughs> or, or should eat them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, but no, I mean that you know that makes sense. And I told him, well, I've heard conflicting stories because we've talked about you know squatches in our area, uh, people that have had encounters up 
as you go north the Pacific Northwest, even in Alaska, and then you bring it down south to the big thicket and areas like that where they say no matter what, those those creatures down there are just aggressive. Right. Um, in the Kentucky mountains, you know, in the Appalachians, they're aggressive. They, they'll, they'll charge you out. They don't want you in their territory. So, and you know, it, it does it have to do with the region of the country or the area? I don't know. And, and we, we talked about this before. And for me, one possibility is uh, they got a certain amount of real estate. Right. And uh, so they're protecting it. Like where we are, if uh, a Sasquatch ain't happy with the, the people in the area, they could head up north through the Rocky Mountains and have free range anywhere. I mean, yeah, they have wide open ranges that no one's going to bother them. Right, right, right. And they may not have that, like in the big <clears throat> thicket. And that's why you hear so many stories of them being aggressive. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, if you, any wildlife, if you build enough and you build, build outward rather than upward, you're going to encroach on wildlife anytime you're building out, you know, um, you're going to destroy homes for the habitat that's there, you know, because what we do is we just plow everything down. Right. We build houses, shopping malls, and put in roads. Right. Yep. And, yeah. And, and you know, the, the Sasquatch in the, in the big thicket, uh, they seem to have a shorter fuse, a bigger temper, whatever. Maybe it's because everything's bigger in Texas. Maybe. <laughs> My bae, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we, we still, we've always talked about having a trip out there. We still got to go there. I know we do. We need to go out there. That, that might be our last expedition, but. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we do a podcast that we're saying we're going out there and you don't ever hear another one posted, eh, maybe that was our last expedition. <laughs> we'll be like that. Uh, I don't know if it was a campers or expedition member in Russia oh, where yeah. uh, the Yeti supposedly killed all of them. And they they cut the tent they, to get out of the tent. Right. That would be us. Yeah, and that was in Russia. Yeah. Was, and they found all of them dead. Yeah, with their tongues ripped out, their yep. chest collapsed, all that's, kinds of that's, stuff. That, that's crazy. That I mean, how I, I can't explain that one. Right. And uh, I believe they found the camera... And the last picture, it looked like a Yeti or a Sasquatch-type creature. Right, yeah. So who knows? I mean, I'm sure the Russian government covers up just as much or more than ours. Of course. You know, Boris Boris does not like to share secrets. Yep, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, you know, these creatures, I, I guess temperament, it's like any other creature. You know, you get some, even with dogs, some that are real friendly and just want want to be left alone and rubbed. And then you get the aggressive ones that just want to bite everything that moves. Yeah. So I, I imagine a, just being in the natural scheme of things, you get both types of creatures. Right. And some in between. <laughs> right. It, it was funny because uh, a person was talking to me, I don't know, this is some time ago about my encounter. And he asked me, so what do you think? Are they aggressive? Are they passive? What? I said, I, I can't answer that. I said, uh, they definitely let me know that they were there. Right. But if they wanted to have us, they could have had us no problem. And that's the, that, that's the other thing that I tell people. If they want you to know you're the, they're there, they're going to let you know. But if they don't, you're not going to know. I mean, look at so many people that have, we've talked about this too, have taken video or shot film and then they go back and they notice something that caught their eye and 
It, you know, it's in the background, it's a squatch just hanging out. Um, these creatures are true masters of the forest. So. Yeah. Yep. And they can stay hidden, and they do. Yeah, and uh, just like that, uh, I saw a picture that says, just because you haven't seen Bigfoot in the forest don't mean he hasn't seen you. <laughs> right. No, and I mean, that's true. That's so true. Uh, let's, Les Stroud, like we always we talked about the episode where he's coming down the mountain and he's being trailed by something and they didn't even know until they went back and reviewed the film but right. you could clearly see that thing keeping up with him and as it was moving it was moving brush and tree and and so that wasn't just some little coyote or something following him that right it was but it you, was a freight train but I, I i've seen the video you're talking about and uh that makes me wonder, how could he not know that thing was following him? I mean, it, he's kind of running down. So if if you ever, like I remember when, when I was smaller and I'd, we'd hike to the tower and then we'd run down, you know, as you're running, you're, you hear the pounding of your own feet in your ears. Yeah. So it kind of deadens a lot of the surrounding out. So, but I, I guarantee if he would have stopped, he would have heard the popping and cracking. But that's the thing they say, when you stop, they stop. Right. Of course, yeah. I mean, there again, they're masters of disguise and right. they're, they're intelligent. They're, they're, not, they're not dumb creatures out there. They're, they definitely got the advantage of us, over they, us in the forest. Yep. Well, yep. That, well it's, it's their home, you know. If, if they were to come to the city, they probably wouldn't know what to do, you know. They'd be like, well, I, I know I got to get out of here. And they, they'd say, for some reason, I want to go to Walmart, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they come. They go to Walmart. Yeah, or Sam's Costco. Co well, yeah, maybe Costco, yeah. But <clears throat> Okay, now that brings me to another story I, I was talking to my brother with off, uh, off the mic here. Um, I had mentioned the Mount Taylor area here in New Mexico, and we had thought about it, and... We weren't sure if there was any squatch activity because we we're, we we're really unfamiliar with the area, right? And we don't know if there's forest leading in, leading out. We don't know what it's connected to or any of that. Right. But uh, a gentleman I work with had told me some time ago that he believes they're there because he heard them. Now I I'm, I don't know the area, but he he told me by the towers, wherever the towers are, and I'm guessing way on top because they do have like a radio towers. Yeah, radio yeah. towers, broadcast towers. Yeah, so. But he said, uh, before he told me that he's heard them, and he said they, they sounded aggressive when he was there. And, you know, Grants is a small town. They do what small town people do. They go cruise up in the mountains on their free time, have a few beers, hang right. out, camp, whatever. <clears throat> it's like their backyard to them because they're there so much. Right. But uh, he had told me that story a while back, and then I just recently talked to him again, and we were talking about it, and uh, he asked me a question. He said... Uh, when, when the Sasquatch run, do they get down on all fours? And we have both heard stories about that. We've seen videos where they drop down in. Right. And it's, it's interesting. I, I don't know what the difference is because we've seen videos of them crossing the street running upright. Right. But people say when they really want to move, they get down on all fours. Right. Now, now, he told me that he was up in that area by the towers and he saw something. He said it wasn't a bear, but it was on all fours. And whatever it was... It took up the whole road. Uh, that's a so that's, that's a, big, a, a big big creature. Beast. Yeah, whatever it is to take up the whole road, it's a it's not small. 
Um, there was now that you know there was a video that, and this is like years ago. I want to say ten years or more ago, that was going around on a, was it was it Facebook or YouTube? I think it was. I think it was YouTube because I've tried to find this video and it's either been removed or or just buried in, in the shuffle with so many videos that get posted every day. But this was of some teenagers that were camping out and they were just hanging out. And like most other people that capture them, they weren't expecting it. They were just filming themselves being goofy in camp. And then all of a sudden someone sees it and they say hey look at that and you see this creature just drop and it got on all fours and it disappeared that was it it, it happened so fast that and when they started looking around it was gone right i, I remember seeing that video yeah yeah do yeah. you remember it was those kids were in, yep. in the camp yep and i for the life of me cannot find that video anymore there, there's a lot of videos i've seen that i can't find anymore I, I, I don't know if they weed the old ones out or s- some ones are just like, hey, we can't have this out there. I don't know. Well, I, and that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, and I don't know if YouTube has, you know, because you only have so much server space. And nowadays, so many people are uploading videos. So do they, like you said, do they purge the older videos out of the server to make room for the new post or? They may, because like we talked uh, a few weeks ago, uh, about the Patterson-Gimlin film, the first part that not many people have seen, right? I cannot find that again for the life of me. Right, yeah. So, And, and I'm sure because most, most companies do have a purge policy to where, you know, automatically if the server maxes out, it's going to start deleting, making room, getting rid of the old files first. Right. And they delete X amount of videos to make, you know, X amount of space for the new videos. Um, and it could be in the algorithm or whatever that YouTube writes that as soon as the servers start filling up, you're going to discard the older videos. Right, or, or they might go by, like, older videos or the less viewed videos. Right, yeah, yeah, the unpopular ones. But I would think that that, that video got more than just three hits, me, you, and someone else. Right, you right. Know. me, you, and Tater. <laughs> Did you hear that, Tater? But, and you're right, because... Uh, I just can't find it, and I know that it had some views because it, it, it was pretty convincing. Uh, it just dropped on all fours, and boom, it was gone out of the camp. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can't find it, so that's that. <laughs> but if you come across it and you know what I'm talking about, email it to yeah, me. Yeah, send us the link. Yeah, I would, love to, I would love to screen capture that again so I have it. Right, and while well, getting back to the Zuni or the Mount Taylor, I think we might have to make a trip over there. We may have to go check it out. And I was telling the gentleman that we were talking about your experience earlier, the one I was telling you that had come by today. And, uh, you know, he asked if we've ever seen anything. And I told him my brother's had his experience. I want to have mine. But I did tell him about the time that we took my dog up there and it made a beeline for, for the tree line. And he just straight... Right, and I told him later as we were hiking, we did see what looked like prints. Yeah, w- once we looked down, we saw what he was actually looking at. Absolutely, I I told him, but you know, uh, if we didn't take the dog to like point us in that direction, we may have not have found him. Right. But uh, and and he asked, you know, he asked a couple questions. It seems like he was interested, and uh, 
I tell them it's a pretty popular topic nowadays. Um, there's more people than you think that are into this topic. Right. There's there's a lot of people intrigued, interested, uh, but it's still a little bit taboo because there's still, I would say the majority of people don't want to talk about it in right. public. Yeah. Now, it's different like with this gentleman when you're one-on-one, then they'll talk to you. Right, right. But, but you tell them, hey, you want to come on our podcast? Oh, no, no. Right. No, no. no. They're like, no, no, I don't... Uh, I don't know that much about yeah, it. You, you could share my story, but no, no, I'm not going. Yeah, yeah, no, they don't want to. They don't want to be ridiculed, and right. and to me, it's like you know, ridicule me all you want. I'm interested, right. and uh, like I say, I don't have to talk about Sasquatch. People ridicule me anyway. Right there, you go. Yeah, <laughs> so might as well talk about Sasquatch. Yes, I'm going to get the ridicule anyway. But you're you're right. A lot of people just don't want to discuss it. Why I, they have their reasons, but you know me, I'm I'm. I'm willing to discuss it with anyone. And I have discussed it with people that later I think, you know, I just told them everything I believe about this creature. And they probably turn around and tell the person next to him, I think he's losing it. Yeah. Well, but that's funny because a lot of them won't tell you nothing to your face. Right. Uh, and, you know, I've had some naysayers that don't believe it. Uh, but these ones, like I said, are the ones who sit on the couch. And right. even even the ones that go camping, we just scratch the surface of these forests. I, and uh, I, I, when they say, no, I, I go to the forest. I've been camping my whole life. I've never had an experience. And I tell them, well, it's a good thing we got you because you've covered every square inch of this forest <laughs> in, in, in America and Canada. Huh? That, that's and then right. they just look at you like, oh. <laughs> right. I mean, you say you've been in the forest. You, all your life you've stuck to one little area that you know. Um, have, right. you, have you got on horseback and went through the Rocky Mountains for three months, you know? Right, right. Yeah, no. so, no, you know, there's or, there's so much terrain that hasn't been explored. Or, or the real naysayers are the ones who want to believe that what they learn in school in the textbook is all that exists. Right. I mean, how many animals, plants, insects have they discovered that were never in the textbooks? Of, of course. I mean, if if you look like the, the world books I have sitting across from us, if you pull one of those out and look at some of the creatures that they say were recently discovered, you'd be like, hmm, no, we've, no, we've known about those for 30 years now. How about the ones they just recently discovered in the rainforest last month? Those wouldn't be nowhere in book to be found. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, they always, well, how come nobody ever you know, takes a picture or they can't find them, this and that. And I tell them, look, how many people go missing in the forest and they cannot find a dead body that stays put? Right. And you think you're going to find a live one that moves when he hears you coming? That's right. I mean, that's, those are good points. And, and you're right. So many people do come up missing and they turn into cold cases because they're never right. found. And by me saying the dead bodies, we're not admitting to any kind of guilt. <laughs> that's just a theory. That's a theory. <laughs> but, you know, the, and even in the Hamus, I've... I've personally heard of stories that people that have one up there and, and come up missing. Right. And you think, well, you know, the Hamas isn't the Rocky Mountains, but still, the, I think there's a lot of terrain there that hasn't been explored. Right, right. Or very, it, it's, there are people been there, but many years ago. Right. And here's my thing. Just because a plane flies over the area doesn't mean it's been explored. Right. You know what I mean? Right, because... Uh, even the planes, like the smaller planes, like for the Forest Service, 
they fly over. They don't have the capabilities of seeing through the canopy or no or flare any of that. They're looking for fires and stuff like that. Right, and and I mean, yeah, they're scanning the area. They're not they're not intently looking, you know, to see if they see any movement or anything. It's just a quick glance. No fires. Right. Know. And that's why if you elect one of us president, we're not going to watch our enemies anymore. Our drone, sir, our drone force is going to be focused on Sasquatch. That, that's right. <laughs> Infrared. Who, who cares what the Taliban's doing? Right. <laughs> we want to find Sasquatch. <laughs> so you could guarantee that defense budget, some of it will stay here at home. Most of it. Because <laughs> we're going to find this creature. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like President Bush... When Katrina hit, we're going to find her, yeah. and we're going to bring her to justice. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's, uh, I don't know, that's just my theory. Uh, yeah. Back to that Back to that picture. Um, if I could, is it, is it, where is it on Facebook? If I could download it, I'll, I'll post it right here on the I, green screen for a while right. so y'all could see. I'll, 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 uh, I'll, well, you have it on your phone. It was a text I, message. Yeah, I have it on my I, phone. I don't know where it originated. I don't know who owns the rights. Or right. If well, if, if I could get the picture to download, and I'll give it a shot. If I could download it, I'll transfer it from my phone, and, and I'll put it up in the background. And, and I'll also, also put it on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. And that way, if you're listening to this, you could... Uh, you'll be able to see it for yourself because uh, right. it'll you, be You could form right your there. own opinion. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you form your own opinion. And if you want to email us about it and let us know what you think, that'd be cool too. Yep. You know, it's, we're, we're, we're down for that. Yeah. And if you want to email us, trust us, you're not going to hurt our feelings. <laughs> We've had people try. <laughs> yeah, I know I've had some good emails from some people. And they were they were, you know, uh, from gentlemen here, lives down south, and there's areas that he pointed out, and later to come find out, my brother's friends had some uh, encounters there too. Right. Even some video footage from there. So well, you know what? I, I still haven't posted that on the Facebook. Yeah. Wall. If I remember, I'll put that also. And and that's a video of the area down south. And you know, I I would think, well, that's that's all just desert, but <clears throat> but they it? they have mountains. <clears throat> they do, and there's been activity there. Well, I mean, they're seen crossing the reservation where right. there's a lot of desert, more desert than mountains and forests. Right, and and you know the gentleman that emailed me, he brought up a good point. You know, he says they, he believes they come down from the mountains, they get the water they need from the river that flows there, uh, and they go back up. And by the way, that river is flowing good now. Yeah. I think all of them are pretty good. Right, yeah. All the snow melt we got. We got a lot of snow this year, so the snow melt's helping out. And, uh, yeah, I ain't seen it that full in a while. Mother Nature's flowing. That's right. (laughs) But he brought up a good point, and I think these creatures do come down. Every creature on this earth needs water. Now, we're not saying that they live in the area, that they could pass through it. And and that's the conversation I had with the gentleman, because he said he asked me... uh, do you believe that there's a clan of them up there? I said, you know, my theory is if they wanted to remain there, there's all the resources that would sustain them. They wouldn't have to go. I said, but naturally, I think these creatures are nomadic. They don't just, they're not sedentary like humans. They don't plant and stay in one area. 
Uh, I think they do pass through. I think at times they will hang out a little bit because the resources are there. Right. But as the game starts moving on, I think they also move on. But uh, in the area we, we go to, the game's always there. It's always and there. They have protected government land. Too. Well, and that's why I told them. I said, if if they do choose to stay there, they have everything they need. They have plenty of water, plenty of food. Uh, no one really goes back deep and you can't you can't yeah, access. yeah you yeah. can so they would be protected if they chose to stay around so you know i'm i'm not saying that we got 24 50 up there but there may be three four five a little group that just chooses to make that home yeah i, I you know and it, like you said who knows how many but right yeah we'll never know how many unless you're brought into the the fold um like Jane Goodall. Right. And uh, that's why I stopped shaving and bathing. Maybe they'll accept me as one of their own. <laughs> right. You gotta, I guess you got to start uh, eating a little raw meat, too, and uh, carrying that stench with you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then the, just next time we go up there, they may say, oh, cousin, cousin, cousin. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's what we wanted to share with you tonight, and we hope you enjoyed it. And like we said, if you want to reach out to us, it's not going to hurt our feelings. Right. Let us know or let us know about an area you know about or especially if it's close here. You right. Know, there could be areas we're missing or we we don't know about. We we stumbled on our area by sheer dumb luck. Right. And if you're listening to this and you're from the Farmington area, I hear there's a lot of sightings up there, a lot of stories. Uh, and we want to hear from you. That's right. All right. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.